Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 842, and we're looking at Matthew chapter 26, verses 6 through 13. Let's read the passage. While Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, a woman approached him with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume. She poured it on his head as he was reclining at the table. When the disciples saw this, they were indignant. Why this waste, they asked. This might have been sold for a great deal and given to the poor. Aware of this, Jesus said to them, Why are you bothering this woman? She has done a noble thing for me. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. By pouring this perfume on my body, she has prepared me for burial. Truly I tell you, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. This is the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew's writing this Gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to convince people that Jesus is the Messiah. We're in the last week of Jesus' life. It began on Palm Sunday with a triumphant entry. We had several encounters at the temple. Then he had this final discourse on the Mount of Olives, proclaiming future events, answering the question about when the events of the destruction of the temple would occur, what would be the sign of his coming and the end of the age. Then, last time we saw where he told his disciples that the Passover would begin in two days, and then he would be turned over and crucified. We saw the religious leaders plotting how to kill him. So now we pick it up here in chapter 26, verse 6. While Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper. We saw earlier that Jesus seems to be spending every night in Bethany. Bethany is about an hour or less walk from Jerusalem. And we know he has contacts in Bethany. And the popular opinion is he's spending the time with the family of Lazarus. Lazarus and his two sisters, Martha and Mary. And that, that's where they go each evening. Well, here it says he's at the house of Simon the leper in Bethany. Now, we don't know anything else about Simon the leper. He's, he's unknown. It, if he was an active leper, then he wouldn't be able to be hosting a meal at his house. So either Simon the leper has some kind of family connotation or he was a leper. And perhaps he was a leper that Jesus had healed. So now he's Simon the former leper. But bottom line is, we don't know. We know he's in Bethany, and he's at the home of Simon the leper. Verse 7, a woman approached him with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume. She poured it on his head as he was reclining at the table. All four Gospels have an account of a woman anointing Jesus with expensive perfume. And there's a lot of disagreement on this. Some say that it's three separate events. Some say it's all one event, but it's just been told in very different ways. I come down with those who say it's two separate events. That Matthew, Mark, and John are all describing the same event, but Luke is describing a different event. Because it takes place in Bethany for the, uh, for the three, but Luke's takes place in Galilee, and it takes place at the home of a Pharisee. 
and the woman is a sinner, where the other three all fits pretty well together. And some want to separate John because some of his details are a little bit different. But if we actually look at John, in John chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Here a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet. And we normally assume from this that this takes place at the home of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. However, Bethany is a small town. The fact that Martha was serving isn't necessarily mean it was at her house. She was pitching in helping neighbors host this event. And it says Lazarus was among those reclining at the table. It didn't sound like it was Lazarus's home. So I think it fits well that it's the same event that takes place at Bethany and that as residents of Bethany, even the ones hosting Jesus and his disciples, Martha, Mary, and Lazarus are there. Now, there's a couple of different ways to take this anointing. She pours this expensive perfume on him. That's a symbol of assigning someone as a king of the Israelites, is this anointing with oil. And so some say, that, okay, this is anointing him as the Messiah. However, there's another use for these anointing perfumes, and that is prepare a body for burial. And Jesus brings it out that that's what's going on here. Verse 8, when the disciples saw it, they were indignant. Why this waste, they asked. This might have been sold for a great deal and given to the poor. Mark explains that the, the perfume that was used, this anointing oil, was worth close to a year's wages. So it is quite expensive. I remember Jesus dealt with the rich man. He said he needed to sell all his possessions and donate them to the poor. Here, they're saying, what about the poor? We could have uh, done a lot of good for the poor with this amount of money. So they were upset. Verse 10, aware of this, Jesus said to them, why are you bothering this woman? She has done a noble thing for me. So Jesus is aware of this. Is that because of a supernatural knowledge? Or is it because he can see and hear what they're whispering about? Hard to say. Verse 11, you always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. This is similar to the question about why his disciples didn't fast. Because you don't fast during the wedding celebration, during the wedding feast banquet. He says, when it's over, then will be time for fasting. So his point here is, they were in a special period of time here with Jesus with them. He won't be with them long. And he goes on to explain it further, verse 12. By pouring this perfume on my body, she has prepared me for burial. And so the point is not that she's anointing him as the Messiah, but she's anointing him in preparation for burial. He's about to be crucified, executed like a common criminal. And she is doing what would be appropriate for preparation for burial, pouring this expensive perfume on his body. Verse 13, truly I tell you, whenever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. So the central point of all this is not that he's the Messiah here, 
but his approaching death and the centrality of his death. That's what he is here as the Messiah to do, to die, to die a death on behalf of sinners. So that those who place their faith in him, repent of their sins, and have faith in the atoning sacrifice of Jesus, can be forgiven of their sins and adopted by God. That is his whole function as the Messiah at this point, is to provide this atoning death. And she is operating along that line. Is she doing it consciously? Does she really know what she's doing? Or is she just doing it out of love and devotion? We don't know. And that's not the point. Jesus makes the point, though, that what she's doing is, in fact, preparing him for burial. Now, this is probably Wednesday evening of this final week. And so then the following evening on Thursday will be the Last Supper and his arrest. And then Friday will be his execution, the crucifixion. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.